You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it is oh so simple. Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. I'm being joined right now by super producer and host Dave Shepard and you. Yeah, you all across North America. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you had a good Monday. If you're into Halloween, I hope you're having a good one. Anyway, it's been a busy, busy weekend. First of all, ain't no World Series tonight. It's raining in Philly. Aaron Rodgers lost last night. I loved it. Kyrie Irving is... Oh, my God. This guy... This man doesn't need a phone. We'll we'll, we'll get into Kyrie later on in the show. Los Angeles Lakers actually won a basketball game last night. The first win of Darvin Ham's career as a head coach. Michigan and Michigan State. They're beating each other up in the tunnels after games now. What's going on here? Legitimate assault charges? We got Spartans beating up on Wolverines. What is going on here? And, of course, it's Monday. Monday night football. And, oh, well, damn. We just had a score. Hey, how about this? The Browns are blanking the Bengals 18 to nothing. In Cleveland. I don't know what's going on with Cincinnati. You want to talk about missing Jamar Chase. Man, they they got 19 yards on the ground. And Burroughs passed for 103 yards. He's had an interception. That was a tip. It's kind of ugly tonight. And then Miles Garrett. This man actually, uh, he showed up to the stadium tonight because it's Halloween. I don't, stranger things. Whatever the bad guy is or the evil, angry guy from Stranger Things, of which I've never seen, whoever the hell he is, he, he won Halloween. And his outfit is probably better than what I've seen so far with this football game. And so, of course, when we get to the end of the game, we'll talk about it. I have no idea whether or not Cleveland is going to hold on. They have typically had the Bengals number over the past several seasons. But we'll talk about the good. The bad and the ugly and what is another primetime slop fest. Turnovers, interceptions, gadget plays, blocked field goals, missed field goals. You name it, we've had it all. And they're only about eh, seven minutes into the third quarter. And so we got a lot to do before we move on and do anything. Dave Shepard, how are you, man? I'm doing well, JR. You know, I, I appreciate you asking. You mentioned good, bad, and ugly with Rodgers. I mean, it just, what, supersedes bad and goes straight to ugly. Let's be real about that for him this season. Oh, no. It's, <laughs> right? it's, it's absolutely amazing. For me. I love it. I love it. I tweeted this out last night. I said, man, I, I just want to see Aaron Rodgers lose so he can complain. And that's exactly what happened. Not the complaining part yet. I, mean, I guess he's going to save that for uh, tomorrow with Pat McAfee. But last night, to end the full Sunday of football where we saw, we saw a variety of things. Falcons and Panthers were sloppy. 
Jaguars and Broncos out in London. Russell Wilson wins and tells everybody, let's ride. Uh, Cowboys destroy the Bears. And the Saints, they blank out the Raiders. And then we got the Bills and the Packers. The I mean, Bills yeah. won. Say again, Shaq? Well, no, I mean, JR, I mean, Josh Allen looked human for once this season. Oh, and the yeah. Bills still whooped the Packers' ass by double digits. That's how yeah, lame Aaron Rodgers is this season. Let's be real. He, he, he threw, yeah, Josh Allen threw uh, two INTs late, but it really didn't make a difference. And the Buffalo Bills won 27-17. to 17. It, it wasn't the, uh, the full-on train wreck that I thought it might be. I was hoping for a 40-15, to 40-10 type game, but I'll take it where I can get it. And so the Packers, uh, they fall to now 3-5 and five on the season. The Bills, they improved to 6-1. and one. This is their best start uh, in Buffalo since 1993. And meanwhile, for these Packers, fourth straight loss. This team doesn't know, this franchise doesn't know what it feels like to be 3-5. and five. They haven't seen this record since 2006 at the back end of Brett Favre's career. And we know the deal with the Packers. Devontae Adams is gone. And I just told you his team got blanked by the Saints. The Raiders did. Alan Lazard hurt. Cobb hurt. Their young guy, Watson, he leaves with a concussion. And so last week after losing to Washington, you know, Aaron Rodgers went on like a just a just a miss a mission to tell everybody, look, if our young guys don't step up, we need to get new ones. We need to sit some guys down. We need to give other guys an opportunity and a chance. And so he railed on that for about three or four days. So I expected, after getting their asses whooped by the Bills, that Aaron Rodgers would talk to the media after last night and and just talk about how terrible things are. And um, I'm not sure if he did that. This is what he had to say about just being a leader and if he feels any additional pressure on himself. This is what he said. I don't really know how to answer that, to be honest with you. I don't feel any added pressure. I like more on me. I enjoy the pressure, enjoy the opportunities to throw the ball down the field, and hopefully we can uh, get some opportunities next week when he's guys healthy, though. Yeah, well, because he's not a leader. He could have just answered like that and uh, saved everybody the the thoughts last night he was 19 of 30 203 yards two touchdowns he threw an interception himself and the fact is without a Devontae Adams without a deep threat uh, the Green Bay Packers are not delivering the ball down the field you're not seeing passes go past 20 you're seeing short passes I mean even last night the Packers rushed for 208 yards and they still lost there's no threat here with the passing attack And so Aaron Rodgers, I want you to hear this question from the media, and then I want you to hear his answer. Aaron Rodgers was asked, what the hell do they have to add to the team? Listen. Talking about the the internal opportunities that you guys had on bettering yourself with discipline, are external opportunities off the table as far as finding talent elsewhere, adding to the team in that way? I think that's a question for somebody else in the organization. No, he's not the general manager. I mean, well, damn. And what are the external opportunities here for the Packers? The trade deadline is tomorrow at 4 o'clock Eastern. 
I don't know who the hell they're going to trade for. I don't think the answer exists. There is no answer. And you want to talk about bringing in external talent. What? What is it? Randy Moss have a time machine? Jerry Rice? Can Devontae Adams go back in time and, and re-sign and stick around here with the Green Bay Packers? Things aren't all that great out in, uh, in Las Vegas right now. I mean, we talked about a a crash and a burn on Thursday night football just a couple of nights ago. Taking a look at the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Ravens and looking at a miserable Tom Brady in every respect, in every regard. Tom Brady was miserable Thursday night. And then Friday morning, there's, there's a whole release out in his Instagram stories. What a world that we live in talking about his divorce to Giselle Bunchen. Well, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers has that excuse. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is anything to whine or complain about in his personal life. But I know Aaron Rodgers this season right now, it sucks. Four straight losses, three and five, no three and five since 2006. If there's one saving grace here upcoming for the Green Bay Packers, They got the Lions next. Lions just give up points like nobody's business. They just lost to the Dolphins, and they got torched so bad that they fired their defensive backs coach. Dan Campbell had to stand up there and talk about how much he loved them and then still had to fire them. You're getting torched by by, by Waddle. You're getting torched by, by, by Cheetah out there. It's ridiculous. And so if the Packers want to find some type of passing game, passing offense, the Lions are right there for the picking. You know, Aaron Rodgers likes to run around and tell everybody that he owns the rest of the, the NFC North. Well, I mean, not this year, not so far. We got a long season. The Vikings are 6-1. and one. The Bears are hot trash at 3-5. and five. They just traded away two of their top defenders. The Lions one and six, and so hey, Green Bay, go ahead and prove to four and five. And I'm not dumb enough to bury the Green Bay Packers. I'm not that stupid. There's still a chance. There's still an opportunity for them to go into the playoffs. In all honesty, I'm expecting the Vikings to hold on in the NFC North. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Packers took it. I wouldn't be shocked if the Packers went into the playoffs. I mean, the NFC South is it's a mess by itself. Falcons are four and four. They currently sit at the top. The NFC West is bunched up. The Seahawks are five and three. Are we expecting them to win the NFC West? The 49ers now have a Christian McCaffrey who just throws touchdowns, runs touchdowns, and is on the receiving end of touchdowns. And in the NFC East, I mean, not too bad themselves, but I think there's room for the Packers. And I'm not one to particularly care enough to root against teams. Like, I used to like Aaron Rodgers. I got no problem with the Packers. But I personally, just from sheer entertainment, not personally, probably not the right word. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I will enjoy Aaron Rodgers having a crap season. I will enjoy it if the Green Bay Packers don't find success this year. I will enjoy it week after week after week for my own entertainment. If Aaron Rodgers continues to whine and cry 
for a man who had to really think hard about whether or not he even wanted to play this year. Took everybody on a journey over the past few seasons as to how upset he was and not having the offensive weapons and whether or not he wanted to retire. Yeah, collect your money and do it while taking L's just all the way through the rest of the season. Do I believe that at some point they'll they'll go on a stretch? Yeah. They should beat the Lions, right? That'd be a hell of a laugher. They got the Cowboys after that. They have the Titans. They have the Eagles. They have the Bears, the Rams, the Dolphins, the Vikings, and then the Lions. They don't necessarily have gimmies here. They got to go out there and, and, and play and earn it all. But I'll tell you this, don't expect another MVP for Aaron Rodgers. Damn it, you may not even be able to expect a playoff appearance. And the more whining and crying that he does, I think the better. For all the crap that he's been talking for the past several years, he deserves it. Yeah, bad Aaron Rodgers or losing Aaron Rodgers. Sign me up for it. I'll take him losing more than I'll take Tom Brady. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Monday Night Football is still going on. Cleveland currently up 18 to nothing against Cincinnati. We'll keep you up to date with that game as it continues on. And I just mentioned a trade. I talked about the Bears briefly, speaking of the NFC North. And if you thought the Bears didn't give a damn about their roster before the season, if you didn't think or understand the Bears were in a complete teardown in the offseason, man, we got a perfect example right now. Roquan Smith finally gets what he wanted. He's been traded to Baltimore. I'm going to leave the phone lines open. I'm going to talk to you about Roquan Smith on the other side. We're just getting started here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I don't, I don't know what I'm watching right now. It's it's a blowout. It's it's Joe Burrow running for his life with no Jamar Chase. Cleveland is currently beating up on Cincinnati 25 to nothing. There's about two minutes left here in the third. And uh, I must remind you, Jamar Chase, as I just said, he's out with a hip injury and he's likely to be out several weeks. And as a result, Cincinnati, they've only been able to pass or throw for 112 yards. They only have 23 yards on the ground with no Jamar Chase, not necessarily a, a, a ridiculous downfield threat. And so Joe Burrow is learning what life is like in the NFL without someone who he's been used to throwing footballs to since he was in college. We'll keep you up to date with the game as it continues on. Uh, 
to open up the show right before the break. We talked about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers losing to the Bills last night, 27-17. to And I said that, okay, sure. Not looking good for the Packers. They ain't winning no Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is not winning an MVP. They, they don't have enough talent right now. And I'm very interested in what the rest of the soap opera looks like for the Packers throughout the rest of the season. Uh, would I be shocked if they went on a little bit of a run and made the playoffs? No. I hope it doesn't happen because I think Aaron Rodgers is a little bit of a jerk. Now, having said that, I mentioned some of the other teams in the NFC North. We can go ahead and, and think about the standings and, and what we've seen. We know the Vikings are at the top. The Bears are 3-5. and five. The Lions are 1-6. and six. Good for the Packers. They have the Lions up next. The Bears are 3-5. and five. Are, are we really expecting them to do anything? You can't and you shouldn't. They just lost to the Cowboys yesterday, 49-29. to 29. Allowed Pollard to go out there and rush for 131 yards. Three touchdowns, ridiculous. Last Monday, we just saw them beat New England 33-14. to 14. But the Bears aren't doing anything the rest of the season. It may be a while before they win another game. They got Miami up next. And not only did they just get rid of Robert Quinn, they just traded Roquan Smith, who they did not tender or come to an agreement on a contract with. Roquan Smith said, man, it's time for me to leave before the season. He actually showed up to work, did his job. He's leading the NFL in tackles with 83. He has two and a half sacks. He has two interceptions already. And now he's going to the Ravens. The Ravens, who are 5-3, and three, should actually have a better record than that if they knew how to finish and close out some games and things will be a little bit easier closing out some of these games, knowing that you're going to have one of the best linebackers in the game now patrolling on defense. Let's be clear. They haven't had one of these guys since C.J. Mosley. If we want to go back even further or farther, they haven't had one of these guys at that position, somebody this good, since Ray Lewis. And so now, Robert Quinn out of the building? Now a member of the Eagles. You got Roquan Smith out of the building. Now a member of the Baltimore Ravens. We know in the offseason, the Bears didn't get Justin Fields any help. And for years, the defense was, it was the, the flag bear for the Bears. You say Bears, I say defense. And it was only a matter of time before, you know, the the defense started to get old and fall apart, now be traded away, and the offense would catch up. Well, now the entire team is stripped. The Bears will be building through the draft. It might be painful, and hopefully in the process, Justin Fields doesn't fall apart. Ryan Poles coming over from Kansas City. Eberflus taking over now, coming over from the Colts. The Bears are in a full rebuild. They have been. Don't be fooled by no three wins. Man, I'd be shocked if they add another three as the rest of the season goes on. A matter of fact, Roquan Smith, after Robert Quinn was traded last week to the Eagles, Roquan, he was kind of in his feelings himself. Listen. Sucks. Um, yeah, like. <clears throat> 
I'm going to take a second for a second, if you don't mind. No, I have a great deal of respect for that guy, you know. Damn. Crazy. Well, listen, in the back of his head, he's like, it should have been me. <laughs> in the back of his head, he wanted to trade months ago, and he still showed up to work. And now he doesn't have to be there at all. The Bears are rebuilding. The Eagles are trying to compete for a Super Bowl. Same thing here with the Ravens. And uh, I just look at Fields and say, well, damn, how's this guy going to last? I don't know. I don't think they know either. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4CBS. Rich is here from Chicago. Go ahead, Rich. Hey, Jr. I was going to give you the, uh, the local slant on what's going on here, which is way different than the national dumpster fire attitude about what's going on. And then you, know, you mentioned Eberfus and Poles. The expectations here were never very good, even with with the guys that had. And it really started with dumping Khalil Mack. Just throw him in there. You got rid of Mack, Quinn, and Smith. And, and let me tell you why. I'm not saying I totally agree with it, but I'm going to tell you why. I think that there's no surprises here getting rid of these guys. One of the things that came up was, and I think you know this, in the NFL, the middle linebacker isn't a valued position. You know, you look at O-line, cornerbacks, left tackles, and quarterbacks. Well, as you pointed out, Fields has no support. You know, now that you have two new guys here, they're going to go, okay, let's, let's start with a clean page. They're loading up with draft picks. I can't believe, I know you may disagree with this, but getting a second and fifth for for Smith, I think is a steal. It's a steal, and it allows you to pick up some offensive weapons. They have horrible wide receivers and a terrible offensive line. And so I think you're going to see, and you're right about defense, they need to reload that. But they're, they'll probably have 11 or 12 draft picks because of all the draft capital they're picking up. Yeah, sure. And just uh, absolutely, Rich, and thank you for calling from Chicago. There's no doubt they're, they're rebuilding. We knew that. Who the hell had expectations? I don't, uh, I don't know if it's a national. I don't know what Rich is listening to or, or locally, nationally. It don't matter to me. Who says it? The fact is that they stink, okay? I don't know anyone who had expectations for this team heading into the season. I think the answer is no one. And it was pretty obvious that they're rebuilding. When you bring in a new general manager, when you bring in a new head coach, you know, everybody, they want a fresh start. They want a clean slate. It's just a matter of whether or not they're going to have to restart at quarterback. Is Justin Fields going to continue to take a beating throughout the course of the season? Is he going to still have terrible habits when they move on to next season? When he's able to run around and do what he wants, hey, the, the man looks great. When he's tasked with running a quote-unquote traditional offense, not so good. Part of that is up to him and his development as a quarterback. The other element is the guys around him absolutely stink. And so when you're a Bears team that has been looking for a quarterback forever and you actually trade it down or up, however you want to call it, to procure and bring in Justin Fields, man, what are we going to do, recycle again? I already know what this feels like. We're going to get to a point where it's just like, oh, man, do we exercise the back end of his contract? And everybody's just going to have to go, well, we don't know. 
We got to wait and see. And they're going to restart the cycle again? Sure, we know about the draft picks. That's, that's as obvious as hell. And sure, you know, trading away Roquan Smith, it's not like he's changing the world out there by himself. He can't. Even with him on the damn team, they just lost to the Cowboys 49-29. to And so, yes, they have to be very clever and smart about where they spend their money, bringing in and drafting new, new assets, bringing in new players that are cost-effective. But is it going to be enough time for the most important player on the field to develop? And that man is Justin Fields. No one has that answer for the Bears. That answer is not going to come, at minimum, for another season or two. This is a long build here for the Bears. Damn it, they might be have moved out into Arlington by the time they figure this out. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Paul is here from Rhode Island. Oh, thank you for taking my call. Commander JR, let me tell you what's going on in New England. I would give my uh, both of my hands, not my left arm and not my right hand, if I could get Cole Komet to come to New England, Gross Battles, and uh, Devontae Wyatt right now to come to New England. Here's the problem. They sneeze cheap on us all the time, okay? We don't have a quarterback uh, problem. The problem we have is that there's no difference between who's the offensive line and the uh, defensive line. We have guys all over the NFL that wait two years to do their job. And what happens is there's a problem with the money here in New England. As you can see, uh, all over the NFL, we've been uh, shuffled a bad product when you pay quarterbacks and people big money. It's been a bad product at the beginning of the year in the NFL. And I feel bad for the fans. And I, I'll okay. hang up and um, let you voice your opinion. Okay. Thank you, JR. Well, thank you, Paul, for calling from Rhode Island. Hey, Shep, what, 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 what did he just ask me? <laughs> do, do, you, do you know? <laughs> I became a Paul. I felt like he, he, he talked to me about the, the New England Patriots, and then he talked about how bad the – the quality of play in the NFL has been. He's like, hey, I want your thoughts on what, man? Surprised he didn't talk to you about the uh, XFL there. Yeah, he could have won it. Yeah, by the way, the XFL is it's back. We got some teams. We got some names. XFL is actually going to have a draft in a couple of weeks. I mean, we'll get. We'll, you know what? Matter of fact, we'll, we'll talk about the XFL. We'll get into that next hour. Uh, what can I say? New England Patriots, they, they just beat the New York Jets. Uh, you know, Bill Belichick, he did his favorite thing of all time. He went out there and, and tortured a rookie quarterback and, and Zach Wilson. Now Robert Sala is running around telling everyone that Zach is the, the, the still the quarterback for this entire season. Uh, so that's one element. I'm not worried about the Patriots. And then with the quality of play in the NFL, that's an entire conversation. I haven't noticed a drop-off and – like full quality. I know we got blowouts. We got one right now, 25 to 6. The Browns lead the Bengals. We could have more competitive games. We could have better officiating, especially when it comes to allowing quarterback hits. The game has changed, man. It's not 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. 
But this is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What you have, you can't even put a price on it, is you have a platform and you always handle your platform with responsibility. And for that, I look up to you and I respect you and I appreciate you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Man, every time I look up, this game just gets more and more out of hand. The Browns are beating Cincinnati 32-6. to It's about eight minutes left here in the fourth quarter. Hey, Shep, what are, what are the chances that we get a comeback? What are the chances that, that Kyrie Irving doesn't find himself in hot water in the next week? They still have a phone? <laughs> yeah, oh, he, oh, he'll still have a phone, all right. Yeah, chances are, are, are high, but, yeah, we, we know ain't no, no comeback happening. It's uh. This is just ugly, man. Ooh. That's one way to put it. No, nah, this game what This game sucks. What am I supposed to say at the end? <laughs> this isn't a game. It's not what is it? it, it this is this is a this is a, a scrimmage between freshman and varsity. You know, I mean, I didn't know Jamar Chase was this good. Well, I guess if you don't have to play downfield, life becomes a little bit easier. You know, I don't and it, it's it's pretty much based off of of history and an understanding of where both teams are. Sure, Cincinnati just went to the Super Bowl, but I think most of us will look at that as an anomaly. Certainly not favorite or a favorite to go or even to go back. And then you have Cleveland, which we know, they're basically just, they're going through the motions here until Deshaun Watson comes back. And whether or not that means going through the motions over the next several years will be something that we have to figure out. But it's not like there was juice leading into this game. It's not like America was like, oh, my goodness, I cannot wait to see the Cleveland Browns and, and the Bengals. Ain't nobody excited to see this. I know my friends in Ohio, they're actually excited to see it, but ain't nobody trying to see it. 32 to 6. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Marty is here from Westchester. What's up, Marty? Yes, hi, J.R. I'd like to weigh in on the uh, NFC North. It definitely looks like the Vikings. Uh, they're in very good uh, shape. They're 6-1. and one. Uh, The Packers, um, uh, in addition to um, Aaron Rodgers having a tough season, their defense is playing uh, below par compared to recent seasons. So I don't see them making any kind of a comeback uh, uh, in November or December. Um, I definitely think the Vikings are going to win that division. Um, but I think the road to the Super Bowl is going to go through Philadelphia when push wow. comes to shove. So you believe that, that Philadelphia, we know their offense is clicking, the defense is clicking. You know, A.J. Brown had three touchdowns yesterday in the first half, and he said he got drug tested this morning. 
Mm. I, I wish he would have had more touchdowns. You should have had six. You, you <laughs> think that the Eagles are just going to win it all again, huh? I think they're definitely the team to beat in the NFC at this point. They're really playing uh, great football. You know? Yep, I, I would agree. I, I would. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to to watching the Buffalo Bills and and the Eagles. We still got plenty of time and season to play off. But the the Eagles are doing their thing. They added Robert Quinn, so it's uh it's looking good so far. Marty, thank you, man. Thanks. Have a good evening, Jay. Always a pleasure. All the time. Thank you, Marty, for calling up from Westchester, New York. Yeah, sign me up. I'm also excited about this contract that that Jalen Hurts is ultimately going to receive. I mean, let's keep in mind, he wasn't one of these heralded draft picks. He wasn't someone selected in the first round. He was a guy who went in the second round, and they're going to have to pay him sooner than later. He was selected 53rd overall in that, uh, I don't want to call it a COVID draft, but in, in 2020. Last year, he first got, he got his first legitimate shot at starting, and this year he's just – he's taking it to a whole new level. He's a better passer. He's efficient. He's, he's, I, I'd love it. I hope the same thing happens for Tua Tonga-Valoa. I hope that man can go out there and stay healthy. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know, I, I talked about how bad this Monday night football game is. Oh, my goodness. A touchdown. How about that? Congratulations. Hey, Shep, you were wrong, man. It might be a comeback. They're still down 20, JR. It's 32 to 13. The Bengals might, uh, who am I fooling? They're not doing a damn thing. They got to score three more touchdowns in five and a half minutes. Eh, a couple of turnovers here, onside kick there, interception, defensive score. Who knows? Just trying to make myself uh No, I hear that. But but JR, you and I yeah. both know this. I mean, when you look at just offensively speaking, like the, the the Bengals, they haven't rushed for 40 yards in this game. Like Chubb himself, he's got like 40 yards in one single run. Like he's not he's at a hundred right now. I mean, the, the the level of talent, at least on the field in tonight's game, is night and day. Yeah, it's true. I'm just trying to make myself excited about the game. I hear that. Let me ask you a question in all seriousness. Yeah. We know the conversation about the Cleveland Browns Uh-oh. was about that Watson guy, but but let's yeah. be real for a second. They are three and they're going to be three and five at the conclusion of this game. Is this where the Browns thought they would be halfway through the season? Are you excited as a Browns fan because you're still technically not out of it and Watson, as we know, has not suited up yet? Well, I think the expectation when he comes back from his uh his eleven games is for hopefully them to be somewhere close to to 500 where they can hopefully go into the playoffs. Um, and and that's that's the question here. You know, Cincinnati is going to, to, to tread water with, with no Jamar Chase. I don't expect them to be this bad every single game, but you just brought it up with the Browns. There's going to come a point in time at the end of the year where everybody's going to go, oh, hey, Deshaun Watson is back. You know, is he going to be able to help them go on a run? You know what, Shep? I want to talk about that later on in the show at the conclusion. Uh, yeah, he's he is the name who shall not be named, uh, but it, it's going to be mentioned more often as we go towards the end of the season. Jacoby Brissett, I mean, ultimately tonight he's been efficient, 17 of 22, 278 yards, uh, one touchdown. 
but we know he's he's average. He's a guy who can just quote unquote hold down the fort. Heading into tonight, he was throwing five interceptions to six touchdowns, so he ain't the answer. And uh, if you think about the Browns, their next game is going to be against the Dolphins. I will expect uh, the Dolphins to beat them. They at least they get a bye week. Uh, but I don't I don't got hope for the Browns to do anything the rest of the season. But you know when Watson comes back, oh yeah, it's going to be a matter of where they are positioned uh, for a potential playoff run. And uh, you can bet your ass there's going to be a lot of people who will not be happy that Deshaun Watson is. Is going to return. Jay, I don't to tell you this, man, but they're they're in a tough-ass conference. I mean, the AFC is deep and loaded. It is. It is. Uh, I don't expect anything from them. In all actuality, I'm going to discuss a, a potential disaster situation for these Browns, and that is with the return of Deshaun Watson. And, uh, you know, if you're a Browns fan, you may not want to hear this. You may already be aware, but if – he comes back and they don't make the playoffs. Why the hell should we think things will be different next year? They got to start paying some other guys. And is uh, this this Watson trade might be a little tricky here. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4CBS. Corey is calling from Atlanta. You're on the JR Sport Show. What's up, Corey? What's going on, JR? How are you? I'm doing all right, man. I'm just uh, listening to your show every night um, when I'm at work. Um, I just called to talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, um, I just want to um, know what you think about the Falcons. Uh, um, Mariota's not playing lights out. He's not He's not going to be a franchise quarterback. Right. We know he's a, a journeyman, and uh, he makes a lot of mistakes that uh, a veteran quarterback shouldn't make. At what point do you think that Arthur Smith should start Desmond Ritter? Because we don't have a franchise quarterback. At some point, we got to know what Desmond Ritter is. What he? What is he? So, what point do you think that Desmond Ritter should get get a nod to start? Wow, I don't think that I don't think that point is is right now. I don't know if that point will come at any point throughout the course of the season. I think when you have a team right now who is is four and four, they're, they're average. And sure, we can throw out the idea of them being at the, the top of their their division right now. That doesn't mean a hill of beans. I, I think everyone can look at the the Buccaneers and still say, yeah, they 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 might be able to take that spot. But as long as they're in some type of of contention, as long as they're winning, as long as they are okay. I think to tap into Ritter and just throw him out there is I think it's unfair to the team as a whole for their chance to compete. Like you just said, we know Marcus Mariota is not a game changer. Uh, some of his mistakes, some of his misses are, are maddening. He is what he is, but he's more of a certainty than putting out Ritter, and you don't, you don't know what you're going to get. So unless the Falcons start really stinking the joint up, and I know watching them play close – barely get by Carolina is is not all that encouraging but until they they really start to suck there's there's no point in putting them out there they're competing all things considered right 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 well you know the, my only issue with that is that it's kind of selling the fan base false hope because I mean we're we're winning games that are you know we're just in the middle of the pack 500 mm-hmm. but you know at the end of the day 
Mariota's not going to get you over the hump. So, you know, I just want to – I just feel like as a fan, Atlanta, we deserve a, to know what we're going to do as far as the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully, you know, um, we get a respectable pick somewhere and uh, we'll find out where Ritter is because I, I still think Tampa may take this division, but the way it looks, nobody wants to win. Everybody sucks. Sure. No? Uh, we see that. Here's the deal. I don't think it's selling the fan base short, Falcons fans. I think everybody understands that, hey, Mariota's not the guy. Uh, I don't know if it's time to just throw Ritter out there. The team is competing. The defense absolutely stinks. And the offense, I got to give them credit. I mean, even without Cordell Patterson now for weeks, they've still been able to go out there and be competitive. Can they stop anybody? The answer is no. But they're competitive. If you would have told me that at this point through the season, the Falcons would be you know, a 500 squad, I go, wow, okay, that's they, they've peaked at what they can do. Let's see if they can continue on this stretch the rest of the year. The Falcons pull out eight or nine wins. Well, what a successful season that is. They, they maxed out at their talent. Mariota's not the guy. We know that. They still need a franchise quarterback. But I don't think you, uh, you pull the plug on Mariota just to give Ritter a chance. You may, you may end up tanking the whole damn team. I think everybody knows they need a quarterback. They've needed one even since Matt Ryan. It's the JR Sport Reshow here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of a team winning... The Lakers, a little bit of a surprise, I guess. They actually won a basketball game last night. We'll talk about it on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. 